Welcome to the Harland <laughs> Stop it. Stop it, Harland. Stop it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Harland Highway podcast. Uh, I am Harlan Williams, your host. What a show today. We have a very special guest uh, calling in today. Comedian Corp McCowan is calling in to tell us about his brand new comedy digital download. He's uh, We're going to see if we can get him to play a clip for us on the show. Very funny guy. Uh, also, we are going to be talking about mustache hairs. I know. I said it, mustache hairs. And we're going to be talking about... Um, weird things, like random weird things that you've done around your house. Have you ever just done something kind of out of context and weird and something kind of a one-off thing you'd never do? Yeah, you're probably going, yeah, Harlan, you, you do it every day. But this one was really odd, and I'm going to share it with you, okay? Um, and then also, uh, oh, my God, I have a great Harlan Highway question of the day that I think has affected all of us. This is a question that needs to be answered. It's something that's driven all of us crazy, all of us nuts. We're going to explore it. We're going to ask the question because that's what we do. We dig deep right here on the Harland Highway. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce the Harland Highway. I promise you, I will please you all. Believe me. What is he like? What's he like anyway? You're listening to Harlan Williams. Why don't you give me a name and a face and a reason why? Oh man, what do you expect, you guys? Jiggle on, man. <laughs> it's over, Johnny. It's over. Nothing is over. You just don't turn it off. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harlan Highway. Weird. Just plain weird. You know what I mean? Welcome to the Harland Highway. Oh, you get your money's worth, believe me. Oh, yes, boys and girls. Charles. Nelson Riley. Why do I do that? What is wrong? What is wrong with me? And I, I guess I should lead with that. What is wrong with me? That this is, you ever do something so random that it's just you, you're kind of like questioning who you are and what you are and how institutionalized you should be. <laughs> and if you've been listening to this podcast for the last five six years, you're like Harland. We thought about that on day one, but anyways, I was um rummaging through my kitchen the other day oh god i got a uh, itchy nose i've got a mustache i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna skip topics right here right now i have a mustache and uh, it's getting longer and uh i know mo- a lot of you guys have mustaches these days so- some of you girls have them i've seen them Ugh. and what happens is as your mustache gets longer Sometimes the little mustache hairs that are right under your nostrils 
they like curve up and go up your nose. And they just itch your nose. Like imagine someone sticking a little hair up your nose and wiggling it around. So when when I talk, when I move my upper lip, <laughs> the damn hairs are like going into my nostrils and like tickling me. And it's it's like I'm constantly touching my nose and I've got to go in and trim them or something. I, I've got to go get a waxing or a Brazilian on my face or something. It's it's one of those little things, you, you know, you people that don't have facial hair don't think about the torture. It's like imagine someone just tickling your inner nostril all day long and you're just like, look like a, you ever see a little squirrel eating a peanut and their face is all pinched up and they're like, that's what our, sort of feel, you're just like, so anyways, um, that's that. To- I had to address that topic immediately because it was happening, it was happening live in the moment. Um, but let's get back to doing weird, random things. And so the other day I was, I was, you know, wandering around in my kitchen and I was like, gee, I want something to eat. I want a snacky poo. And I opened my fridge and I was like, hey, wait, wait a minute. What's that? What's, what's that? Something caught my eye in the back of the fridge on the bottom shelf. Like some some packaging, the color green flashed by my eyes. I'm like, wait, I why who, why do I have green packaging? What who what? And I kind of bent down and I looked, and I'd had a barbecue about three four weeks ago. And you know, I always say to people, you know, bring what you want to the barbecue. You know, bring your own meat, your own veggie dog, your own because people these days. <sighs> They're kind of a pain in the ass. Remember the old days you had a barbecue? What would you like, a hamburger or a hot dog? I'll have a hot dog, please. I'll have a hamburger. Nowadays, it's like, who wants a gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan dog? Or who wants a broccoli broccoli burger and a cauliflower frond? I mean, people, who wants the gluten-free... Um, meat-free hot dog with the uh, chlorine-dipped cheeseburger uh, foam particle asbestos wiener. I mean, people, there's so much crap out there now. You can't have a barbecue without taking a, a, a chemistry class. So, you know, people brought all their stuff over, and I'm peeking through my fridge. I pull it out. It's like, oh, somebody left a package. Of turkey burgers, which I've had. They're not bad, but come on, man. If you're going to have a barbecue, it's a hot dog or a hamburger. We ain't we ain't at the, uh, the Ritz-Carlton, man. You know, you're jumping in the pool. You're listening to music. You're dancing around. You're drinking beer. Excuse me, sir. Can we bring you some more pheasant under glass with that Budweiser? Before you jump in the skanky hot tub with human skin flakes floating all around. (laughs) I mean, God, it's a barbecue, man. So I saw this pack of uh, unopened uh, turkey burgers. And they're pretty big. And they were obviously past their due date. They were like kind of rotten and stuff. And I thought, do I just throw them in the garbage or do I have some fun with them? 
So I thought I'll jump on Periscope, my little app, and I'll go out in the yard and I'll see what happens. So I went out in the yard and I started like throwing throwing turkey patties off the cliff at, at houses down below me. I was frisbeeing turkey patties at other people's houses. I put a turkey patty down by a gopher hole on my on my lawn. See if I could lure a gopher out to a rotten turkey patty. And then for some reason I thought, oh, I think I'll throw one of these on the wall. So I slapped it on the wall. I threw it this big cement wall on the side of my house. You know, because houses have walls, man. That's how they that's how they're that that's how they stand up. So I get this turkey burger, I wind up, I'm like Catfish Hunter in the eighth inning of the World Series, Game 7. And I get this slimy green seasoned turkey burger in my hand. Feels like I'm touching like an Italian guy's sweaty back. (laughs) I wind up, slap, right on the wall. It sticks. I figured it would. Okay? This was three days ago. There's still a rotten turkey burger stuck to my wall. Okay, I'm now I'm starting to think, what the hell did they put in these things? You, you ever heard of the glue factory where they, they take animals, they take horses and cows and who knows what else, and they they grind up their hooves and their antlers and their horns and their teeth. and That's where glue comes from, man. You ever hear that saying, taking the the horse to the glue factory? That's, That's like real. So now I'm wondering if there's so much like mulched up animal parts in this turkey burger that it's like got glue in it. Because it's like it's the middle of summer. This thing is baked onto my wall. I'm afraid to take it off. I feel like my wall might collapse. But above and beyond that, it's just the fact that I, like an idiot, who, what homeowner here? Let me ask you, and I, I think I know the answer. How many of you homeowners or uh, renters or roommates, whatever, everyone listening probably lives in a dwelling unless you're like an African bushman. And if you are, to you, yeah, that's right, I said it. How many of you have walked out in the middle of the day and slapped a turkey patty on your own wall? Remember I said I think I know the answer? None of you. But that's what I'm talking about. How many of you just do weird? Have you ever done just a weird, goofy thing? And I know you all have. It's not the turkey burger, but you've all done something wacky in your homes. Boy, I'd love to hear these stories because here I am admitting to this. And, uh, you know, you guys, who knows what you guys have been up to? You know, throwing spaghetti in the ceiling fan, screwing a light bulb in your fish tank. I don't know. What have you done in your place or outside your place that's a little off-center? Don't leave me hanging. Call me with your stories, 323-739-4330. Tell me the wacky things you've done. Or you can write me at harlowilliams.com on our contact page, 
or leave me a voicemail. Like I said, 323-739-4330. Can't wait to hear that you're as freaky and twisted as I am. And speaking of freaky and twisted, oh my God, a a friend of mine, a stand-up comedian who's been a guest on the show before, Court McCowan is calling in. He's got a brand new, uh, brand new comedy uh, release. He's going to tell you all about it. We got him calling in on the Harland Highway hotline, and uh, he's he's uh, he's a very funny guy. He's, he was one of my very first guests on the Harland Highway way back when. He's been on several times since. He's a good friend of mine, very funny guy. We work together a lot, and uh, I'm very excited about his uh, his new project. And you're going to be able to pick it up. Uh, you're going to be able to purchase it. Um, and I'll let him tell you where. I'll let him tell you how. But uh, let's uh, let's welcome on the uh, on the phone here, uh, comedian, funny man, actor, dashing dashingly uh, handsome. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Mr. Court McCowan. There he is, Court McCowan. How are you, buddy? I'm good, Harlan Williams. How are you, sir? Oh, it's so good to hear your uh, your cheery little cinnamony voice, buds. My, my cheery little chirping voice in the morning. It's like <laughs> kind of like little sweet birds in your ears. It's more like a crow with a tracheotomy, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I was going to say, let's be honest here. Let's don't lie to each other. We've been friends long enough not to lie. Well, I, I was telling I was telling the gang uh, before you called in that you, I think you were possibly my first or second uh, live guest ever on the Harlan Highway. It's such a treat, as you would say. <laughs> what a treat. Well, hey, you got uh, you got a, uh, a brand new uh, project out, and uh, we wanted to tell all the... Uh, the listeners about it so uh what's it called first of all well i'm calling it live from pearl street and what it is is i recorded my first cd although it is a it, it's technically a digital download yeah but i will i i will actually have physical cds later on why no like, but nobody buys them anymore no well who yeah who has a cd player you nobody know? nobody they yeah. don't even put them in cars anymore buddy so the yeah. digital download is, is probably all you need i mean if, if you want to have a bunch of boxes of cds around hey i'm i'm it's not me to tell you how to live your life guy hey yeah exactly you're trying to trim me down um no but i what i did was is i recorded it this down at the la jolla comedy store um and it and la jolla comedy store is on pearl street so I thought, well, that's a good name, Live from Pearl Street. Yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like there's going to be jazz, but there's really no jazz. <laughs> there's no jazz music, even though it sounds like it. Um, there's no jazz. I apologize to the you know the people that do download it. There is no jazz. Yeah, but your uh, your comedy set is 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 like jazz. It's like when when you we worked recently down in Florida, and your your act is like so tight now and so solid that. It's kind of like sitting down and watching a, a highly skilled jazz musician work and just watching you up there put all the pieces together and bring the whole act together. I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say it is jazz. It's comedy well, jazz, my friend. I, I would say it's a, little, it's a little closer to flamenco than <laughs> it is jazz. But I, I appreciate that. It's a, it's a tight flamenco because there's that, that nylon string feel to it. You know, it's not too tinny. 
You know, it's not too tinny. And flamenco's so. got it, it's flamenco's kind of sexy. And I, I told the the kid the kids listening on my lead in to, to you calling that I, I had to mention what a handsome young man you are and a sexy court has the sexy tattoos and he's in great shape and the girls love him. So I, I get the flamenco thing in there, throwing in yeah. the dash of the sexy. You got it. Hey, I spent a lot of money on plastic surgery to look this good, so I I I'm a, I appreciate it. Really, what's really the latest you have? What was your last procedure? Um, well, I I what I did is I had the face of a younger man uh, placed over my face. So How old? It, it, it's stretched and tied. You can't really see it because of the wig, but it really <laughs> looks good. I mean, up close, it's, you really can't tell. How old was this younger man you had put on your face? Uh, he was only 14, but um, but he was a willing participant, you know, willing participant. He had a really bad sunburn, and it was peeling, and we just took it all off at one time. You know, just it, placed it, on. it really sounds bad to say I had a 14-year-old boy put on my face. It just doesn't yeah. sound right. Yeah, well, let's, you know, if you're going to go there, you know, I can't, I can't stop you, but, you know. Now, uh, this is, just so everyone knows, this is a live recording, right? You did it in front of a, a live crowd down in La Jolla? I, I did, and I did something that, that I, I thought was kind of fun is I took the, you know, a lot of times when they do CD recordings and people record live shows, they, they do a lot of where they drop the mics. You know, they have audience mics. So yeah, the right. mics are down in the audience, and sure. you kind of, you know, it's all mixed together nicely, but you kind of, you know, you're out in the audience and you're kind of hearing it. I did. I had a really great sound engineer. This guy was a really, really brilliant guy. And what we did is we actually took the audience mics and we put them behind the stage. So you actually, the album, the whole CD, whatever you want to call it, the whole thing you hear is as if I would hear it. So it's really like the mics are right behind me. So you really get a feel of what it's like to, to hear the whole show. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, so it's got a kind of an interesting sound to it. I really, I really, really think the guy did a great job. So it's 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 like not only you hear in the crowd, but it's like the listeners, like it's almost like they're on stage standing beside you type of thing. Exactly. Okay, exactly. The, the big question, because, you know, this this always happens in, in the live recordings. D during your the recording of your sexy flamenco jazz album, did you get any hecklers? I, I didn't get hecklers. I, I, it's, it's interesting because I, I don't do like, you know, I don't really do a lot of stuff with the crowd. I do a little bit with the crowd, but it was kind of one of those nights where it's kind of magical where everything kind of really came together. Oh, that's you know, awesome. It, it really was. It yeah. was really one of those really fun, fun, fun things. Isn't that so. the best when you're recording a live album and it just happens to be one of the nights where everything's amazing and clicks? I remember I recorded a live album. I did an album called Harlarious, and we decided to record in, uh, in St. Louis at the Funny Bone. Oh, and, yeah. And the Funny Bone had built a jazz club on the other side of the drywall. So about about 14 minutes into the recording of my album, the band in the next room started playing live, and you could just hear them thumping right through the wall, and it was a nightmare. But to hear that you had a, 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 one of those magical, amazing nights is fantastic. Well, let's be honest. I did four shows. And the first show was a nightmare. And the second show, everything clicked perfectly. And then, the, you know, when you get that one show, that one, that one hour that's like, it's just great, 
then you can really relax and enjoy. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it's funny because when we were mixing this, when we were mixing this, um, we really used all. I mean, out of an hour, out of the hour set, we used fifty, like fifty-five minutes is all from the second show. So wow. it was, it was really, really fun. It was really, really, really fun. I really had a great time. Okay, so people who want to get your fantastic album, give us just a little insight into what you're talking about on the album because we can talk about, oh, a comedy album, but people might want to know what kind of topics you're covering, what what kind of stuff they can expect to hear. Well, what I did is I talked, it's it's basically a lot of stories about my life. I talk about my you know, I, I had an experience on a cruise ship, which I don't recommend to anybody. So <laughs> I, I talk about that. I, you know, what, I talk about my visits to the county fair as a kid. You know, I talk a little bit about where I'm from, which is, you know, the great state of Oklahoma. And, um, you know, talk about relationships, but not, you know, you know, not, you know, just kind of my experiences through my eyes. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, um, you know, it's fun. It's a fun CD. It really is. It's not. Um, it's it's not for you know the ten year olds, but it's you know it's it's not anything that anybody's going to be offended by. Um, the uh, I I remember hearing you 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 know because we're buddies. You told me about the cruise ship, and I remember one of the things that busted my gut is I remember you got on you were on this cruise ship, and you were telling me how small. And shitty the rooms were on on oh. the. Do you do you remember you t- telling me that story? Oh yeah, it's it, it's it's like a it's like a cell at county at county. You know, it really is. It's just a couple of cots, and you know, I mean, they have orange jumpsuits that are hanging in the closet just in case you need something to wear. It's it, it's not fun, man. It's not a fun place to be. Are there on, on the orange jumpsuits? Is there is there actually numbers on the back or anything or what? It has it has your room number just in case you need to know where you are. You know, or oh. what line you are in the buffet, which everybody's <laughs> in all day long. Oh. So uh, it's good. It's 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 don't don't do it. Don't do it. Were you when um, you were on the cruise ship? Was it was it one of those things? Like I've been on them, and I don't know why, but they seem to be a magnet for like heavy people. Like I think a lot of overweight people on the cruise. I don't seem to be tons of them everywhere. Well, I think the average weight is about 75% body fat. So <laughs> I think I think that's pretty much the average. And then, the, you know, the, the attire is cargo shorts and feet of sandals. And, you know, and with little little corn chips that just dangle off the end of their feet. So it's not, it's not pretty. It's Did you say pita sandals? What's that? Did you say pita sandals? No, I said corn chips dangling off their feet. No, but they're sandals. What kind of sandals were they? They're Teva or Teva or whatever. They, they're awful. Oh, I thought they're, you said pita. Like they actually put like they made pita bread sandals and put them on their feet. But that, I no, guess that wouldn't make no, sense because they'd eat their own feet. No, but it does look like they're baking bread. So <laughs> it, you know, it is. It is they are a little thick down there. Oh my God! So, so uh, I gotta ask you, um, since since uh, we're all excited to to hear your uh, your digital download, you you can't call it CD anymore. That CDs okay. that's like saying my v, my VHS. You got to You gotta wipe CD okay. from your vocabulary. The kids right. the kids right. nowadays don't don't know what a CD is. Okay, so my cassette. When you get this cassette, <laughs> nice. When you're when you're playing this reel to reel, let me tell you. Um, no, but you got to go go to allthingscomedy.com, 
yeah. which is where, where your podcast, you do your podcast on the same network. Yeah. Um, allthingscomedy.com, you can get you can get it there. It's, it's available now. You can pre-order it now. It's only $999. Um, I'm kidding. Oh, it's wow. Only, it's deal. only $999. It's very inexpensive. Yeah. Almost all the money is going to iTunes. So um, <laughs> that's your charity, iTunes. Yeah, I think we're all experiencing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but you can get it. You can search on iTunes live from Pearl Street or my name, Court McCowan, or you can even go to my website, courtmcowan.com, and it, there's a link on there to to get the CD or get the digital download. Thank you, kids. There you and, go. Uh, now you did it. You did it. You're in the zone. Yeah. All right, well, no, let but, me ask you this. Um, you know, since we've been talking about it, it sounds great. Would Court McCowan be willing to send a little sample clip to the Harlan Highway so we can uh, put it on the show and let people hear them and kind of, you know, tease them, entice them, and get them to go and buy the whole, uh, the whole digital download? 100%. Yes. Okay, 100%. folks, you, you heard it. We're going to... We'll we'll get that over to we'll get that over to the big HH today. Oh, beautiful! So we're, we're gonna get an exclusive first first uh, hearing of uh, Court's brand new uh, brand new digital download, and uh, we'll 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 cue it up here just uh, as soon as we hang up from Court, and uh, you guys can listen to it, and uh, hopefully you'll go and buy this hilarious. Uh, Digital. We should just be like a DD digital download. The DD. Get the DD. Yeah. Get the DD TD, and uh, and uh, and you will be be okay. Yeah, because I think we should start <laughs> that that because saying digital download is like too technical. It doesn't sound fun. But if you just say, "Hey, get the DD," that that's kind of hip and cool. I think we started something here. I think we did. I think we did. And so. It, so, well, but you know, I think you'll love it. I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you a fun clip. I'll send you the clip about the cruise ship. That's what we'll yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. We'll, oh, please. We'll get it. We'll, we'll, we'll get it. it. It is summer, and everybody's going on vacation. Yeah. So we'll give them a little taste of a real vacation. All right, Court. Tell us one more time what it's called and where we can get it, and then we'll it, we'll roll into it. the clip. It's it's called Court McCallan live from Pearl Street. You can get it at allthingscomedy.com. Or you can go to courtmccallan.com, and that's C-O-R-T-M-C-C-O-W-N.com. Or just go to iTunes and search for iTunes, uh, live from Pearl Street, Court McCallan. All right, guys, you heard it from the man himself, hilarious new DD. Uh, and uh, we're, we're just going to say goodbye to you, Court, and then we're going to roll right into it. So, buddy, thank you for calling the Harland Highway, and we're super jazzed to hear your, your, new, uh, your new album, and uh, thank you so much for the, 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 the sample-free clip. Hey, buddy, thank you so much, and free breadsticks to everyone, buddy. <laughs> free breadsticks at Olive Garden. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. We are rolling into Court McCowan's brand-new comedy DD, Court McCowan, live on Pearl Street. I don't know, man, but I do. I love my family, man. I come from a great family, man. I love They're wonderful people. Um, I just Have you ever been on one of those family vacations that sounded really good? Until you got on the vacation and it's a shit show. Has anybody been on a cruise? Has anybody ever been on a cruise? Royal Caribbean, go fuck yourself, man. I got duped. Have you seen the commercials? Holy crap. Hot girls in bikinis diving in the pools. 
well-behaved kids playing on deck. Happy, good-looking people interacting with each other. None of those people on my boat. There were 5,000 people with 75% body fat. Strapped in Tiva sandals. Look like they're baking bread right there on their feet. With little corn chips dangling off the end. Feel my pain, feel it. And they're just fucking sweating across the deck every day. You know where they're going? The goddamn buffet! That's all anybody does is eat on these boats. 24 seven, man. I walked into the gym, ghost town. There's dust on the treadmills. But every fat ass in America rented a scooter riding around the top of that ship looks like NASCAR on a Saturday. Eight days. Eight fucking days. Oh. And there was this one guy, man. I swear to God, I love this guy, man. His name was Bubba. Bubba, shit you not. Bubba from Arkansas. Bubba was about 5'6", 380. Wore cargo shorts stuffed with Reese's in case of an emergency. My brother and I would wake up in the morning to watch him eat at the buffet. He would stack a plate like an art form. He would have scrambled eggs as a foundation. Then he'd put egg rolls, his little columns all around it. Put pizza on top of that, like ice cream and everything. And then he'd put a Diet Coke under his arm. Bubba, you got 82,000 calories there. Drink the fucking Coke, man. And people always tell you, don't, don't worry about the room. Don't spend your money on the room. Fuck you. Spend every nickel you ever earned. Spend your kid's college fund on that fucking room. Get something with a window or a balcony. I was in one of those holding cells on the inside of the boat. Four by six room, two cots. Orange jumpsuit hanging in the closet. And there was a drain in the middle of the room. Hand to God, I thought that's where you peed the first three days I was there. Did he find the bathroom, this fucking closet tucked behind the door? I'm shit like this for five days. Oh my God, and you start to hate people. You hate people. You see the same faces every day. You're like, if I see you walk by my door one more time, I'll stab you in the fucking neck. I swear to God I will. I'll burn those Lord of the Flies kids you drag around this boat. That's why they have shore excursions. If you don't know what shore excursions are, they're timeouts so we all don't shiv each other on this goddamn boat. We went to Mexico. What a shithole this place is. Mexicans, I get it now. Run, jump, swim. Get the fuck out of that place, man. It stinks. And we're in Cozumel, which is the French Riviera, this dust bowl of a country. 
they do, man, is you're sitting in your room and they, you have these little bitty TVs and they play these subliminal messages over and over to get you to go on these shore excursions. Like you're just sitting there all day long. It's like, do you want to go snorkeling in Mexico? Wake up tomorrow and go snorkeling in Mexico. Ooh, you should go snorkeling in Mexico. My brother and I are sitting there going, we'll do anything to get off this fucking boat. What do we got to do? This was the commercial, I swear to God, word for word. I memorized it. It must have played a thousand times. It goes, are you ready to go snorkeling in Mexico? You'll be picked up on a 50-foot catamaran as you sail across blue waters. You'll dive amongst coral reefs and swim with pretty tropical fish. That's not what happened. No. Five Mexican guys with an Australian accent pick us up on a 10-foot trash barge. That's all I could call it. It looked like the POW ship from Waterworld. Remember that fucking thing? And I'm picturing this beautiful island and everything. We're 10 feet away from the cruise ship. They lower a drawbridge, just start fucking kicking people off. We're out there swimming through diesel fuel. The water looked like the bottom of a dumpster after Mardi Gras. It was There's no fish living in this water. You couldn't see a reef if it was in front of your face. I saw like a half-eaten box of adult diapers and a bunch of chicklets floating in the water. Ooh! And then we went to Jamaica. Oh dear, what a wonderful place that is. If you're a criminal. They got four-year-olds with Glocks tucked in their diapers, man, smoking cigarettes. Fuck yeah. We had this couple, man. We had this old couple that stayed next door to me and my brother. She, they were so nice, man. They must have been on a thousand cruises. And every time we would stop somewhere, they'd come over like Julie Cruise director and knock on the door and tell us what we had to do. So we're in Jamaica and they're like, oh my God, Court, we are in Jamaica. You have got to go kiss the dolphins. It's only $250. I'm thinking, $250? <laughs> this dolphin better have no teeth swim up and suck my dick when I get in this pool. I live in California. That shit's free, bitch. My brother and I want some money at the casino. We're like, let's go get our dick sucked by a dolphin. But I gotta tell you about this, man. We went on this, we went on this excursion thing, man. And you go, we get in this bus with about 25 people. The driver has a gun on his lap. We go through three goddamn war zones to get to this aquarium. And then you come off this bus, and you go down this hallway, and you go, you're going to the water. The water's waist deep. They hand you a life vest like you're going on the goddamn Titanic, man. I swear <laughs> to God. You got this huge life vest on, then everybody wades into this pool of dolphin shit. That's all I can do. It's disgusting. One of the dolphins had a cold sore. Shit, you not. It was disgusting, man. And then there's all these people standing, and they just parade these poor mammals by like they're Singapore sex slaves. Everybody's just molesting them one by one. And the guy next to me turns to me, and he goes, whatever you do, don't touch the dolphin's penis. The last thing I want is a picture of my mantle of me jacking off a dolphin. The Harlan Highway, question of the day.
Okay, here it is, and, and it's a real easy one. This this should be easy to answer. Not. Can somebody please tell me? The question of the day is: Can somebody please tell me who manufactures the tables and the chairs that wobble? We've all been to the restaurant. We've all been to the cafeteria. We've all been to the outdoor cafe. You get your food, you're all excited to sit down with your friends, maybe have a glass of wine, enjoy an outdoor meal, birds are singing, you're going to be sitting with your friends for two hours, and the minute you sit down, wobble, 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 whoops, crunkle, crink, oh, my, is my drink going to spill, whoops, oh, oh, that's uncomfortable, I'm trying to cut my steak and I'm rocking the whole table while I cut the meat. It's like causing everything to fly all around. Wobble, wobble, werble, werble, wobble. Is it not the most annoying thing on planet Earth? When you get that, that little wobbly table or the little wobbly chair? And I'm, I'm like, how does it happen? What, do, do they manufacture them that way? Does the... Does the foreman at the table company come along and say, "Hey, Mel, uh, yeah, just shave about uh, shave about a half inch off one corner of the base of that table." Oh, why would I do that, sir? Well, so it wobbles when people sit down, you idiot. Oh, of course, sir. I mean, how with the precision they have in manufacturing these days, everything's like done by lasers, and you know machines and you know when they're putting together an engine or they're putting together a uh, a rocket or they're putting together uh, anything that has to be precise they can't be off by a, a, a half an inch or a quarter inch or a third of an inch so how is it that the table and chair industry continually puts out furniture that might be the most annoying thing on planet Earth, the furniture with the wobble. And if it ain't the table, it's the chair or the stool. And you're sitting there and you're talking. And it's almost like you ever have a fly fly around your head. And you kind of swat at it every few minutes, but you're talking to your friends. You're outside. Maybe you're at a Starbucks or at a picnic. And you kind of always got to, every few minutes you're distracted by the flight. That's what it's like sitting at a, on a wobbly chair. It's just kind of in the back of your head like a, like a nagging headache. Or the table, you know, you, you, you're sitting there talking and you're about to get intimate with your, with your girlfriend. And you put your elbows on the table and you move closer and you want to look in her eyes. But suddenly you think she's got Parkinson's disease because her head's wobbling back and forth and you realize it's, it's your elbows and the table's moving back and forth and you can't look right in her eyes. And not only is it wobbling, it's making noise. And as I said, your beverages are, are like kind of jiggling all around. What am I, on an airplane? Why, why is my wine like waving back and forth? It's extremely annoying. And and then sometimes you get the duet. Oh yeah, the wobble duet. Let's uh, look, let's get the chair and the table together. 
Why not just, like, wait for an earthquake? Hey, uh, Kim, I thought we were going for coffee. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for an earthquake. Why? Well, you know, when we sit down, I want everything to wobble all over the place. Oh, well, I know a place down on the corner that has crappy, shitty chairs and tables, and what, what time do you want me to meet you there? I mean, and that's the other annoying thing. Why, why don't the, uh, the people who own these shitty pieces of a furniture throw them out? Just get rid of them. You, you know, you, you own the establishment. Your main job is to make your customers feel comfortable and make them want to come back. And the worst thing is when you got the wobbly chair of the table and you go, oh, God, I can't do it. You know what? I'm going to, there's another chair over there. And you swap them out. You, you grab a chair. You know, everyone's looking at you. What's that guy doing? What's he, what's he doing? Playing musical chairs? Why, why is he grabbing all the furniture? What, why did he grab the chair? And so you got to, like, lug another chair over and take the wobbly one back. And then you plop down. And you're like, ah, oh, last ditch you wobble, 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 wobble. Oh, God. This one wobbles, too, huh? And then you go to the old, you know, you, you get the four packs of uh, sugar from the, from the sugar dish, the little paper pack, and you start sticking those under the chair. Next thing you know, they break open. You got ants crawling up your chair. I mean, in what world do you live in when a packet of sugar is a fix for furniture? Or you're folding up napkins or tablecloths or menus. You're looking for crap in your purse. Suddenly you, you came for a Danish pastry and an orange juice and suddenly you're MacGyver. You're fixing the outdoor patio furniture or indoor. And then if you got a romantic place where it's supposed to be a little high end, you got a candle on the table. That thing's flickering like you just had a seance and a... A dead spirit's about to make contact. Sitting there enjoying your lobster. And it's like, Jesus Christ, what, what's going on with the candle? Why is it flickering? Oh, my God. I think there's a ghost coming. Oh, my God. I'm so scared. So can somebody, I mean, where does this furniture come from? Is there a company somewhere called Uneven Furniture Solutions? Is, is that what's going on? Custom, unfinished furniture importers? Wobblyfurniture.com? Where, where is it coming from? Who's manufacturing it? And why are people buying it? Well, look at this. If we buy this crooked furniture that wobbles all over the place, we save, look at this, $80 per piece. Who cares if our customers aren't happy? Have they ever heard of fucking Jello? They can pretend they're eating on Jello. They're just wobbling all around. So, I don't know. Does the furniture come and it's normal? And and by people sitting at it, does it wear out? Does it does it shit? You know how you ever look at the bottom of your shoe after you've walked in it for two years? It's like the soles all uneven. And it's worn out on one side and you walk like a crab or a turnip or a blue heron or something. (laughs) 
But my question is, how does a table, you're not, the tables aren't walking around even though they have legs. Chairs aren't walking. How do, how do they get shaved down? How do they become wobbly and get Parkinson's? Oh, so there it is, man. Yeah, you hope you can hear how annoyed I am, but that's why this has to be the question of the day. Where the hell is that crap coming from? The Harland Highway question of the day. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. Oh, boy. So there you go. Frustrating. Frustrating. I'm sure all of you have had an experience with it. If if you want to call in and share, you may. You may vent here on the Harland Highway. 323-739-4330. I don't mind if you vent. Or you can write me at harlandwilliams.com. Hit our contact page and, uh, and, you know, say whatever you need to say to, to get your wobbling furniture off your chest. Um, hey, I want to thank Court McCowan one more time um, for his uh, his great interview and uh, his his hilarious um, his hilarious bit that he sent us. He kind of gave us a sneak peek as you as you heard from Court. The uh, the the DD just came out, so you are some of the first people to have a listen to it. And uh, I urge you to get it. I mean, if you like just that quick little snippet, the rest of the uh, the DD is definitely right up there. Uh, just funny, funny stuff. And uh, I think you'll get a lot of enjoyment. I think he said it was like nine bucks or something. Uh, that's a great deal. Uh, and uh, Court's a great guy, very funny guy, works really hard, writes a lot of great material. And uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed by the the uh, the rest of the uh, DD. It is it is a winner, as they say, winner winner. Court McCowan's chicken dinner. So thanks to Court for uh, calling in, and uh, let's get to some announcements here, shall we? You crazy knuckleheads! Uh, if you want to see me do some live comedy, not Court McCowan. He doesn't get it all. Hello. I mean, I love Court, but d- d- does he get it all? No. I, how about I get a little of the the, the laughs? <laughs> um, come and catch me down in the Irvine Improv later this month. Uh, we will be down there uh, August 20th to the 23rd. That's Thursday through Sunday at the uh, Irvine Spectrum in Orange County, California, just uh, about uh, 40 minutes south of Los Angeles. And they just uh, redid the club. Now it's like a brand new uh, club, a 600-seater for God's sakes. And uh, wow, it is going to be a blast. I have a great opening act. Eddie De La Sepa is there. And uh, it's going to be a really great show. So get on harlemwilliams.com. You can go right to the link and reserve your tickets now. Uh, we'll be doing a meet and greet after the show. We'll be uh, we'll be shaking hands, selling uh, my crazy uh, magical fuck off uh, T-shirt, and uh, it's really going to be a great time. Great way to kind of I don't want to say summer's over, but it's like the you know the last uh, one of the last weeks of of August. So it's a, it's a kind of a fun way to kind of segue uh, towards uh, the fall. And uh, I guarantee you're going to have a good time down at that show. So uh, 
August 20th to the uh, 23rd, Irvine Improv at the Spectrum in Orange County. Get your tickets at harlandwilliams.com, and we'll see you there. Uh, Also, while you're at harlandwilliams.com, as I said, uh, leave a voicemail if you want, 323-739-4330. That phone number is on the site if you forgot. Also, uh, check out the store. We have some great uh, merchandise at the uh, HarlemWilliams.com store. Uh, you order it, we mail it out to you, and you're good to go. We got the Magic Fuck Off t-shirt. We got books. We got uh, CDs. We've got DDs. We've got artwork. We've got uh, music. We've got all kinds of great stuff. You can peruse the website and find things that suit you or tickle your fancy. Um, also, join me on Twitter at Harlan Williams and Periscope, where I've been doing some fun uh, periscoping. The other night, I went through the Wendy's drive-through, and I do a an effeminate character named Charles, and he goes through the drive-through, and he's very naive, and he asks for things. And we we film it live, we broadcast it live, and you can watch me messing around with the drive-through people. It's very fun. Um, So get on uh, my Periscope and, of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel where I am putting up some crazy videos. Just put up a new episode of Fishlang, Fishlang, my crazy stunt show. Uh, We shot a rap video uh, about ping pong. It's very ridiculous. I think you'll get a kick out of it. Uh, But if you join my YouTube channel, these videos come to you the minute I post them. You don't have to search around for them. There's no fee. There's no hidden gimmick or charge. You just hopefully get a laugh out of the ridiculous stuff that comes uh, into your inbox. Um, And that is it for now, I think, gang. My my faithful pavement pounders. Um, Once again, pick up Court's uh, D.D., Live on Pearl Street at uh, at uh, iTunes and other various places that he mentioned. I think you're going to love it. And uh, that's it. Until next time, everybody. Chicken chow mein, baby. You have got to go kiss the dolphins. It's only $250. I'm thinking $250. <laughs> This dolphin better have no teeth swim up and suck my dick when I get this pool. (laughs) 